Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you. <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun on a Friday and ask Dr. Jesse Friday. And it's going to be a blast. Do you think we're going to have to discuss the Chinese spy balloon? I'm going to get to that in a moment. I'm going to give you history first, though. A little brief history, which is going to lead us to the spy balloon. New York City man threatening Marjorie Taylor Greene's life. We'll talk about threats and violence in politics in the future. That'll be fun. Someone wants to know if being tall hurt me in boot camp. Of course, you're asking about my book. (laughs) Talk about that. What should we do with the communists who are here? And breakfast burritos. All that and so much more is coming on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show tonight on a Friday. But before we get to any of that, this whole Chinese spy balloon thing, let's let's pause on that story. Take that Chinese spy balloon 
and put it in your back pocket. Even though it's like the size of three school buses, you can't fit it there. But just pretend like you have a really big back pocket. Picture, picture you wear the same pants as the ladies on The View. And then you just grab that spy satellite and you put it in one of those back pockets. All right? Now, you've got the story in your back pocket. 1853. 1853, a man by the name of Commodore Matthew Perry sailed into Japan. Japan was closed off, to put it mildly, from the rest of the world. They decided, we like Japan just the way it is. We don't need to advance. We certainly don't need to be introduced to your garbage culture or your garbage products or anything to do with the outside world. We're just going to do us. And Matthew Perry sails into Japan and finds a society, very, very cool, by the way, but very, very backwards. He also has a banner. Uh, There's a banner with Matthew Perry. Just hang on to that little tidbit for a moment. Anyway, that prompted the beginning of, quote, opening Japan up to the world. That's when Japan went through the big restoration project where they advanced and soon they had this great military and so on and so forth. You, you, you know that cause you listen to the show already. They had a big advancing as a country. And then eventually that led to world war two where they invaded China. Then they declared war on us. And now you, you get all that. Now let's fast forward through the war and the, the Meiji restoration and everything else. How do you finish a war like that? Well, carefully, I should say. You plan it out. Because it doesn't work. The ending of a war doesn't work the way we like to picture it. Or at least not. I shouldn't put you in that. The way I like to picture it. I picture everybody broken and battered and bloody. And the general, on the, as soon as he sees his troops are done, gets on his noble steed and rides off to meet with the other general. Where he'll walk in, take off his hat and say, I surrender. But that's not really how it's done. It's a more complicated affair and more symbolic affair. We fought a war with the Japanese. Eventually, if you were in Japan, not that I expect you to feel sorry for them, but eventually if you were in Japan, World War II would have been thought of for you as a nightmare from hell like you can't possibly imagine something you have undoubtedly never lived through in your entire life. And I have never lived through and don't want to live through. I want you to imagine something for me right now. We're getting, we're getting to the Chinese spy balloon. Just, I want you to imagine something for me right now. I want you to imagine you just got home from work. Maybe you did. You're trying to put together a meal for your family. I say trying to put together because Food is really hard to come by these days. Power is very hard to come by, virtually non-existent. You actually get to tell the wife as soon as you got home, hey, you know, we had power for about 15 minutes at work and then it knocked out again today, so we had to work by candlelight again. And as you have pulled together enough stuff out of your garden, your neighbor had a little extra flour, this neighbor had a little extra rice, And you and your family get to sit down and eat. Looks like a decent sized meal, certainly compared to what you've been eating that day. Power goes out again. You sit down to eat with your family. Only now you hear the air sirens and your children begin to wail and say, Mommy, Daddy, I'm scared. 
and you have to grab them and you have to run out of your home and you're running at full speed. You don't pack. There's no packing. There's no luggage. You are running at full speed down to the air raid shelter you've had to build. Well, your city has had to build. And there's a crowd at the entryway in the door, you see, because everyone's trying to get in this air raid shelter at once. And so what do you do as you're standing out there trying the best you can to calm your family down, trying not to panic? What you find yourself doing is staring up at the sky, looking for the telltale sign or sound of the super fortress. This gigantic American bomber plane that has been bombing your country to ash for weeks. You haven't talked to your uncle. You're pretty sure he's gone by now. Your parents, you lost contact with them two years in the war. You think they got burnt up in the great fire of Tokyo by those same big old super fortress planes. That's what living in Japan was like as American bomber planes finally gained access to the mainland and bombed every major city in Japan to dust. You know about Hiroshima and Nagasaki. What you don't know is every, virtually every major city in Japan bombed to dust. Have you ever been part of a bombing run? On the receiving end of a bombing run? Do you know that you don't have to have a piece of shrapnel hit you? It doesn't even have to land that close for the concussion alone of a bomb to snap your head right off of your shoulders? That's how powerful aerial bombs are at this point in the war. And it was the B-28 Super Fortress that was bringing those bombs to Japan. Now let's go back to the surrender. You see, how do you accept the surrender of a nation after you fought a war like that? Very carefully. Because symbolism matters. The Japanese delegation, as they boarded the USS Missouri... And don't get me wrong, this is a gigantic 300 ships in this armada we sailed over there. Again, that was planned as well. Several nations represented. We were clearly in the lead. The Japanese delegation would have been in awe at all the ships, all the firepower. And as they boarded our ship to sign the surrender documents, they would have looked up and guess which banner they would have seen. The original banner from Commodore Matthew Perry in 1853 was acquired, old and faded as it was, and it was flying on the USS Missouri as a notice to Japan. Guess what? We opened up Japan to the world before. Consider yourselves open again. And then once you sit down as you're part of the Japanese delegation and you sign away your unconditional surrender, again, go back to those super fortresses that were flying over the sky, ruining your country, killing your relatives, friends, family members, parents, sons, brothers, daughters. You hear that same familiar rumble so many people in, the, in your country have had to experience and you look up and the most massive formation of B-28 super fortresses are flying directly over your head right after you sign the unconditional surrender documents as a reminder to you that we will pound your country to dust if you consider going back on any of this. We like to imagine, I personally like to imagine life is all about logic and dollars and cents and black and white and facts on the ground. But the truth is, so much of life, definitely when it comes to nations competing with each other, when it comes to people competing with each other, so much of life is not necessarily about black and white, logic, 
tangible things. So much of life is simply about symbolism. Why? Why is there a Chinese spy balloon allowed to make a complete flight pattern across the United States of America? Why would you even do such a thing if you're China? Such a provocation, right? Out of nowhere. Seems like only yesterday we woke up and there wasn't any Chinese spy balloon. Now we have a hostile foreign power flying a spy balloon for all to see above Montana. Now it's making its way back east. It's already done the Midwest tour. Sounds like it's going to be a few days. But why? Is it because they're gaining so much valuable information? No, that's actually not why. The answer to why is so much worse than that. And we will go over the why in just a moment. Before we go over the why, maybe it is a good day to ask ourselves, you and me, why we still are purchasing goods that are made in China. We very clearly are going to have a situation where this thing is going to come to a head at some point, be that tomorrow or 50 years from now, we're going to have a problem with China. I personally am trying the best I can to not finance them in the next war. That includes your betting, by the way. Where'd those sheets get made? You know, my pillow, Giza Dream Sheets, greatest sheets on earth, my pillow, American made. Let's keep our dollars and cents in-house, huh? Oh, and by the way, you can get Giza Dream Sheets as low as twenty nine ninety eight right now. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Get yourself a couple of sets of Giza Dream Sheets. That sale's about to go bye-bye, so you might want to hurry on that. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Why is this balloon here? Let's talk about it. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse USA! Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I bet you didn't know you were going to get a little history to open up the show today, but I'm in that kind of a mood. I'm in a good mood. We have great questions. I'm going to get to those, but we're talking about the Chinese spy balloon. Remember, you can still email the show during the show. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Symbolism. Probing. These things are part of war. Part of human interaction, part of conquest, part of leverage. Why are the Chinese flying a spy balloon over America? Is it to gather intel? Well, you know they have virtually all of the intelligence that they're gathering from that spy balloon. They have all that already. You know that, right? Because you're not really seeing anything more significant from that spy balloon than you are already from the Chinese spy satellites that fly routinely over the United States of America. So why are they doing it? Well, when you're taking down Rome, you understand that there are risks. And you understand that you're dealing with an empire, the Roman Empire. They have been number one the biggest, the baddest for so long. But you have many, many indications 
that's kind of changing. Hey, they just lost a few legions to the Germans. They've had some crazy emperors. I'm hearing rumors that they're financially not doing well, having some splits within the nation. You're getting this intel back to you, and you'd sure like to take down those Romans. It sure would be nice to take them down a peg or two, but you don't actually know how weak they've gotten until you go find out. China has now spent decades infiltrating the United States of America, infiltrating our economy, infiltrating our education system. There are still Confucius Institutes operating on college campuses from coast to coast, which is just astounding. Maybe as you're sitting there listening to the sound of my voice, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but maybe as you're sitting there listening to the sound of my voice, you're watching TikTok videos during the commercial breaks which is odd because here you are complaining about a Chinese spy balloon while you're staring at Chinese spyware. China has spent decades infiltrating every part of this country, gathering information with the expressed intent, the publicly released intent to take us down. Remember, China has written papers on this. They are not hiding. They're not some sneaky little Asian culture that trying to do this behind our backs. They have publicly stated they intend to knock the United States of America out of being the number one global power, and they intend to replace us. So they already have all this information. What are they doing with the spy balloon? Well, I mean, yeah, America's weaker and... And we're filling up our military with a bunch of turbo freaks and whatnot. But you still are old enough, if you're China, to remember America winning two world wars, pounding countries to dust. You still have to consider all those aircraft carriers, all those fighter jets, all those nuclear planes. What are we dealing with here? So you fly a Chinese spy balloon over the United States of America because you want to see if Rome is still Rome. Because there was a time if you flew a Chinese spy balloon over the United States of America, not only would the balloon be incinerated, but the United States of America would have a carrier group floating towards your shores very shortly, and you might even get a United States bomber flyby of your major cities just as a heads up for you to not get too uppity the next time. But you want to know if that Rome still exists. Well, doesn't matter what happens now, the Chinese came. And they got their answer. Position of the balloon classified? Uh, Phil, right now, uh, what we're not going to do is get into a hour-by-hour location of the balloon. Again, we're monitoring it closely. Uh, I, as I mentioned right now, it's over the center of the continental United States. That's about as specific as I'm going to get. But I understand my being. What do you think China would do if an American spy balloon was traveling over Beijing right about now, do you think their military spokesman would get up to behind the podium and say, oh, it's been here for a couple of days. I, I mean, you can look up and check it out. Do you, think, do you think the Chinese military spokesman would speak like this? Do you think the Chinese heard this today and they got the answer they were looking for about the state of Rome? Uh, you said that this is uh, violating our airspace, so why not take it down? Yeah, so, uh, you know, clearly as we assess options um, and considering the, the size of the payload on this, uh, looking at the potential for debris uh, and the impact on civilians on the ground or property damage, 
again, uh, running through the, the various factors and looking at uh, in terms of does it pose a potential risk uh, to people while in the air. And right now, as I mentioned, we, we assess that it does not pose a risk to people on the ground as it currently is traversing the continental United States. And so out of an abundance of caution, uh, cognizant of the potential impact to civilians on the ground uh, from a debris field, uh, right now we're going to continue to monitor and review options. China got their answer. Doesn't matter what happens from here, frankly. To be honest, it doesn't matter if you wake up tomorrow morning and find out that we did send up some planes and incinerate it. That balloon is here, not so it can gather information. They already have all that information. They're spying on us as we speak. They have been for a long time. That balloon was here because China wanted to see exactly what Rome is made of now. And China wanted to send some symbolism Rome's way. Hey, we're right here. Don't forget. China won this round. Are they going to keep winning? Maybe. But China definitely won this round. Keep that in mind. This was... This was a shot. That's what this was. Symbolic, and we failed. We were tested, and we failed. All right? Might want to, uh, might want to bone up on your own weapons handling. Might be time to acknowledge as an American that you just might have a government that is unwilling and unable to keep you safe now. Might be time for you to practice with your weapon this weekend. Uh, no, no, you don't have to go become a Navy SEAL, all right? But you got 10 minutes this weekend? Practice with your weapon? Jesse, I can't afford ammo. Go get a Mantis X, man. Mantis X is dry fire practice in your home. You don't even have to go to the range. Attach it right to your weapon. You practice in your living room. Go to MantisX.com. Get yourself a Mantis X and practice with your weapon. Because even if we're not there yet, we are very closely getting to a place where no one's coming to protect you. You protect you. MantisX.com, MantisX.com. Ask Dr. Jesse time. Hang on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When, yes. those, when those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> You're here. You're here already. No. no we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the problem. We didn't realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Easier, I know. Jesse Kelly show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, getting ready to wrap our arms around all the wonderful Ask Dr. Jesse questions today. Just had to deal with that whole spy balloon thing. Tends to be a problem. New York man pleads guilty to threatening Marjorie Taylor Greene's life. That actually reminds me. Remember when Swalwell just the other day was whining about this? So this is purely about political vengeance. The cost is not only removing us from the committee on the Intelligence Committee. The cost is not only breaking, shattering the most precious glassware in the cabinet, a committee that's always been bipartisan. The cost are the death threats that Ms. Omar, myself, and Mr. Schiff keep getting because Mr. McCarthy continues to aim and project these smears against us. Even though we have said publicly these smears are bringing death threats, he continues to do it, which makes us believe that there's an intent behind it. Just a reminder to you, it is not right-wing violence that has plagued this country for years now. Since prior to Donald Trump's election, just prior to Donald Trump's election, left-wing street communists have been assaulting and murdering Trump supporters just for their political ideology for years now. New York man, not only did he plead guilty to threatening her life, he wasn't even held in jail while he was awaiting trial. And this super genius actually called and threatened her life from his own freaking house. (laughs) Gosh, they dragged him right to his house in New York. Hey, 
Great work, bud. Great. I can't believe they got you. Just a little reminder to you where we're going. We're, we're going to an ugly place. All right? We're, we're going to an ugly place quickly. And remember, it's not by accident. It's on purpose. They are purposely wanting to shame you and scare you and silence you. They want you looking over your shoulder. They want you to realize that you are most definitely sandwiched. The people at the top will continue to call you extremists. They'll continue to call you Nazi white supremacists trying to end the republic. And the vile street communists at the bottom, like this loser from New York, will continue to take that as the call, a call to action, and they will act on it. That is where we're going. Jesse, instead of shooting it down, how about we try to capture the spy balloon then make it the first one to come down the street at the next Thanksgiving Day Parade. One, that's a great idea. Two, no, that's what a nation that's interested in surviving would do. That's not what late-stage republics do. Late-stage republics, when they have their sovereign airspace violated, they go out and they say, I mean, we're not really at risk. Uh, You said that this is uh, violating our airspace, so why not take it down? Yeah, so... uh you know, clearly, as we assess options um, and considering the, the size of the payload on this, uh, looking at the potential for debris uh, and the impact on civilians on the ground or property damage, again, uh, running through the, the various factors and looking. How embarrassing. Dear world famous author and part time radio host. You always say put your money where your morals are. Well, I just bought your book, The Anti-Communist Manifesto. By the way, that's available at jessekellybook.com. What, Chris? I'm telling people where they can buy the book. jessekellybook.com, by the way. Should Should be noted. Yes, I did pick the cover. Thank you for all your compliments on the cover. I wanted a book. They sent over, um, they sent over a bunch of different cover ideas. And I sent them back, I'm a simple person. I want the cover to be simple. They worked with that and sent me back all these options. I wanted one that you would want to sit on the bookshelf, and so it just pops on there. And that thing pops, does it not, Chris? She looks sharp. (laughs) I'm taking credit for that, too, because it actually was me that picked it. What, Chris? Anyway, this guy says, question, did you get an official author's portrait of your symmetrical face on the back of the book? (laughs) Ha, And her name is Julieta. Ooh, okay. Well, Julieta, that's Chris. You don't understand. You wouldn't understand what she's saying. That's Mexican. Buenas tardes. Well, anyway, uh, actually, we have something funny. So you guys get all the inside baseball here for the book. You know how the inside has the officers, officers, the author's picture. Usually, there's some picture. We have we have an idea. We don't know if we'll be able to do it yet. We're trying to get the publisher to do it. Don't know if they can do it. We want to do two different pictures, and one of them, we want to just totally nerd me out like a complete author. Tweed jacket, the works in a pipe. Oh, yes, with the elbow patches, Chris, for sure. With the elbow patches and the pipe and everything else. But we also want a little pull out in there. You know, you have those things where you can pull out a picture behind the picture. We want to pull out there of having it be actual white trash, Jesse. was just me and, you know, some Cheddar Bay biscuits and, and Bud Heavies and stuff like that. It would be... Hilarious. Jesse, love your show. With the taller height, how were you treated in boot camp? After your height, or was your height any hindrance in your time? 
Oh my gosh, yes. All right, you know what? Let's let's talk about this, and then we'll get back to various countries, politics, Joe Biden, everything else. All right, all right, was height in boot camp a problem for me? Oh yeah, yeah, it was a major problem for me. And listen, the point of boot camp, uh, boot camp, the point of boot camp is to break you. That is the point. They want to break you down because you walk in with all these habits that aren't marine. And they want to strip you of all of those and then build you into a Marine. That's the idea. It really is a fascinating concept. It's a fascinating process. I don't know if they still do this, but when I was still going through the Marine Corps, colleges, universities, corporations were allowed with permission to go observe Marine Corps boot camp. Not so they could copy it exactly, obviously, because you can't have a bunch of accountants out there doing push-ups and whatnot. But they wanted to know, how in the world do you... Like build a new person in three months. How? What's the process like? What, what's that like? So that's the idea behind it. And they will use anything they can do to do that. Now, there's something about boot camp that you learn very, very early on. You really, really, really don't want to stand out for any reason. Not for good reasons and not for bad reasons. You see... They would make the, the better guys, the, the better recruits, the guys who were smarter, picking up on it early, better at working out, better at PT, that kind of thing. They'd make those guys leaders, squad leaders and whatnot early on. Except if you were a squad leader, your life was a living hell because you'd get in trouble for all the things your squad did wrong. And then eventually you'd get fired and embarrassed. So you're better off not standing out. You don't want to stand out good. You don't want to stand out bad. You don't want to be the guy falling out of runs. You don't want to be the guy who can't make his bunk right. You don't want to be that guy. Well, when the average Marine is five foot eight and you walk into Marine Corps boot camp as I did at six foot five, you find yourself in quite a pickle if the idea is not to stand out because I stand out without doing anything whatsoever. And it sucked. <laughs> They used to they used to do two things to me. One, they would just grab me because you can just gra- get grabbed at any time. They would just grab me and make me just start doing push-ups and stuff like that. You, they don't need a reason, right? Just get, let's just get over here, Kelly, for no reason whatsoever. They would do that. Two, they would grab the foot lockers and they would pull them around me. The drill instructors would, and they'd stand on top of them so they could look down at me and start screaming at me. But then. That kind of made me laugh. I'll be honest with you. You know I have a bad problem with that. I kind of just thought that was amusing. I actually thought it made them look worse than it made me look. So I would I would get a little snicker on my face sometimes if I couldn't help it. And that never ended that well either. But they actually did something to me that really genuinely bothered me. And it, I carried it with me. I still carry it with me to this day. And I'll tell you what that something is in just a moment. Before I tell you what that something is that bothered me, allow me to tell you this. It bothers me a lot that you are sitting there owning a home and you haven't protected your home title yet. If you own a home, that's good. Good work. It's a gigantic financial liability because of the stupid cyber crimes that are out there now. Home title theft is real. Your home title is online. They will hack into your home title. They will forge your signature on it, and they'll go start taking loans out against your home. Several lending institutions, not just one. Then they'll evict you for not paying your loans back. Ah, Jesse, I I didn't take the loans. Don't tell me. Tell the court. 
Or actually, I should say, pay $50,000 for your lawyer to tell the court and hope he wins. Even, even still, you're out fifty grand. Or you could just go to HomeTitleLock.com slash Jesse and sign up so they'll detect it and stop it. HomeTitleLock.com slash Jesse. What bothered me? What, 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 carry, what do I carry to this day from boot camp? I'll tell you in a second. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Having a blast. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Feels like the weekend's already here. That's what it feels like, Christian. You, you know what? I'll, I'll finish my thing here, and then we have to do a couple things. What bothered me? What did they do to me because I was tall in boot camp that still bothers me to this day? Actually, almost got me in trouble later on. They would make me uh, bend my knees, not like not like get down on your knees, but they would make me like do a standing air squat. They'd make me crouch so they could yell at me at, a, at an above height. Crouch down and let me yell at you. I honestly don't know what's wrong with me, why that bothered me so much. But that, I thought that that was too far. And at one point in time, when I got out into the Marine Corps, when I got to the fleet, I had, uh, I believe he was a staff sergeant, try to do the same thing to me, and I refused. I said, no. And I, I think I was a private first class at the time. I said, no, staff sergeant, I will not. What? And he starts freaking out, starts screaming at me. You'll, 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 you're going to do it. No, no, I'm not going to do it. He starts threatening me and stuff like that. Nope, not doing it. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know. Nothing happened. Oh, nothing happened. Chris, that's not a lawful order. He would have gotten in trouble had he tried to bust me up for that. But I didn't care. I don't know why. I don't know why that bothered me. And to answer your second question, did it was it a bother the time I was in? It's hard to answer this question because the answer is it was a tremendous disadvantage and a tremendous advantage at the same time. A tremendous disadvantage because they were shooting at me a lot because I stuck out and I didn't fit in any of the equipment when we had to ride in our Amtraks or anything, or, you know, Humvees, anything like that. I didn't fit in anything. My knees were always buried. My head was always cocked to the side. So all those things were tremendous disadvantages. My uniforms never fit right. It was just, it was, it, it sucked. But the humping, the hiking, I should say, force march, as you would know, we call them humps in the Marine Corps. It is a huge advantage to have long legs. To be, I have wide shoulders and long legs, and man, we would have to hump all this weight. You throw all this weight on you, and you look at some of these guys. I still remember this this poor kid in uh, SOI School of Infantry. He had to be five four, five four, five five, and we were humping mortar gear. We had just tons of weight on our bodies, and they're trying to just break you. And I remember looking at this guy trying to hump with the rest of us, and. His little legs just couldn't possibly move that fast. They just couldn't. One of my strides was easily two of his strides. That's such a tremendous advantage when you're humping weight around. I used to look at the little shorties, and I would say to myself, man, that would suck. That, that would suck. So I don't want to act like it was all bad. That's definitely a trade-off. That's a trade-off. Anyway, let's go to President Poopy Pants and... Get the latest wisdom of the day. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than, more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. 
More than half the women are women. First of all, I don't even think that's true, actually, with the Biden administration. And these days, you never know. <laughs> Jesse. If you got banished from the good old U.S. of A. for being too mean to communists, which country would you choose to live in besides Mexico and Canada? That's a tough question. Chris says Poland. Well, I love that they're anti-communists in Poland. Man, you know, I've never really thought about it because I don't want to go anywhere else. Where would I live besides... I would say normally I probably would have said Australia, even though it's an absolute hellscape with every animal trying to kill you because Australian people are wonderful. The beer's good. But Australia has turned into... an. They've turned into China, basically, during COVID. I would never go there now. What, Chris? Jeez, Chris, that's so inappropriate. I... I don't even know if I should tell the audience what you just said. Chris just said I should go to Africa and build my own nation. Don't you think they've been brutalized enough over there? That's actually a really great idea, though. Where in Africa specifically should we go? Because Africa Africa is one of those continents that fascinates me. It's gigantic. It's beautiful. There's, so the people, well, obviously in various places, it's a big continent, so there's a lot of trash people. But the, the people, the tribes over there are supposed to be cool. It's just... It's one of those places that's never been able to get it together. I think Dictator Jesse could get Africa together. I am a little bit concerned about the food. I don't know that African food would be up my alley. I really need to be someplace that has a bigger focus on cheese. Wherever the cheese places are, that's what, what about Switzerland? I think all the civilians own guns in Switzerland. I know they're big on cheese in Switzerland. Uh, I, even though Swiss cheese kind of sucks, but the other cheeses are good. Swiss cheese is overrated, Chris. Totally overrated. <laughs> Oracle. Pistol brace ban. Okay, so this is a ruling that came down about the pistol brace. Uh, a lot of people don't even really understand what it is. I'm not going to go into the details of it. It's just something you essentially strap it to your forearm, more accuracy. Uh, uh, the, the details don't matter. Here's what matters. They understand, the piece of trash communists who run the country, they understand they're not going to be able to simply pass a law that disarms you. They can't do it. They've tried forever. It's just something, it's in our DNA still as Americans. Gun love, the, the, the respect for firearms. You see this whenever anything bad happens, like a pandemic or crime, whatever. People go buy guns here. That's not normal in other nations. It's normal here. We are a gun-loving people. And so they understand that they can't disarm us, but they really, really, really want to disarm you. Please understand this. These people really want the freedom to hurt you if you don't comply. You are dealing with people who are equally as terrible as the people who've ever walked the planet. Those people, they're in your government. They run your country now. They really, really want to be able to hurt you. But because there's so much civilian firearm ownership... They can't really do that. Not in the way they want. They can nip it here and nip it there. They'll get some January 6th political prisoners and ruin their lives and scarf up some school board moms and ruin their lives and arrest some pastors for reading Bible verses. But they can't really do a massive war declaration on you the way they want to. They would prefer to not just arrest a pastor for reading a Bible verse. They'd rather just arrest you for your Facebook memes. They would. That's what they want. They want the freedom to hurt you. But you can't pass some gigantic law. So what do they do? They nibble. 
A little nibble here, a little nibble there. Shoot, Republicans help them nibble. Trump was out there with through passing uh, bump stop bans. Republicans do it. Democrats do it. Yeah, Reagan too. Crazy. The Republicans, they all nibble. Just a, this, just a little at a time. That's what this brace ban was. Another nibble. All right. Let's talk about the country. Parts of it that can't be saved. Let's talk about breakfast burritos and Winston Churchill. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.